The worst part of life is the best place for your life's work. Dr. Amber Crogsworth. She used to deliver babies, but now she delivers exceptional wellness for women. Welcome to her Brilliant Health Radio, where holistic women's health expert and board-certified OBGYN, Dr. Kieran Dunstan, shares revolutionary insight from leading experts on what you need to know today to treat the root cause of disease, heal, and create the radiant health you've been searching for. Lean in and get ready to experience the bountiful, blissful, and beautiful vitality that you deserve. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution with Dr. Kieran. The revolution is on. If you didn't get the memo, you need to join because you deserve to have brilliant health at midlife, and that's what we're talking about. And today we are diving into some super cool new treatments that are pretty revolutionary and have really increased in popularity over the past 10 years. And my guest today is a specialist in them that you might not have heard about. They're called peptides. And these little gems can work miracles in your body. So if you've been struggling with unresolved health problems, you definitely want to listen up. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dr. Amber, and then we're going to get started. Dr. Amber is a licensed naturopathic doctor at MyBright Wellness, and she's the medical director for Kia Longevity in Los Angeles, California. She's trained in regenerative medicine, detox protocols, hormone testing and treatment, bioidentical hormones, peptide therapy, and IV nutrient therapy. She also practices in Redondo Beach, and she's a member of the International Peptide Society. And she's completed peptide therapy certification training through the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Please help me welcome Dr. Amber. Welcome, Dr. Amber. So glad to have you on the show. Thank you. It's so good to be here. And I'm glad that we connected. Yes. Super excited to talk about peptides, because like we were discussing earlier, this is not one of my fortes. I'm all about the hormones, mm -hmm. and I'm really excited to talk about peptides. I know that you have your own story of healing and your journey where what you say, the worst part of your life is the best place for your life's work. I love that you say that, and it became your life's work too. So can you share with everyone your story of healing? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is relevant. I, you know, we connect to stories as humans. So really my journey, I went the pre-med route, went into medical training at a very young age, entered med school at 22, was robustly healthy at that point in time, I would say. And the, you know, 12 years of schooling and clinicals and the stress of boards and everything wore me out by the end of med school. Going into my last year, right around when I was taking medical boards, after graduating, I was starting to have some of these strange symptoms. So I had eczema as a kid and it really resurfaced as an adult. And I had an intense brain fog that happened around that time as well. Uh, shortly after that, after the bulk of medical training and clinicals were over. And I also had changes to gut health. I was feeling exhausted. I was feeling brain fog. And I had really not experienced that previously. And what happened for me is after lots of testing and taking months to figure out what's going on here, 
I had a candida overgrowth in the gut. And so that impacts the skin and impacts the brain. Really was so discouraged in that point in time because it was around the time that I graduated and I was thinking, how can, if I can't figure this out for myself, how can I help my patients? And finally was able to come to a diagnosis and figure out through lab testing, I had really skyrocket high antibodies in my blood for candida, but it didn't show up on a stool panel. It didn't show up on really some of the other tests. So that's really where I found peptide therapy. So I utilized a lot of the protocols that exist, leaky gut protocols, antifungal protocols, candida protocols, and I didn't really get the resolve until I started utilizing peptide therapies. And so the ones that I used really helped to, you know, we think about candida or some of these stealth pathogens that we can encounter things like mycotoxins and Lyme, things that take remnant that are remnant in our body or we are exposed to them and then they're able to produce or damage our tissues. We often think about eradicating them. Let's get them out. But part of the issue was I was so immuno. I had some immune issues because I was so cortisol driven for so long. Mm -hmm. And so for me, the really critical piece here was I need to work on my immune system and restoring my gut. And those were really two puzzle pieces that had to happen together. And the peptide therapies helped me with both. And that was really where the resolve, complete resolution came for me when I incorporated the peptides. That's awesome. And I love how you said that you were so cortisol driven that you were kind of immunosuppressed. Can you help everybody understand what you're saying? Because some people who have been in my community for a long time know that I talk about queen cortisol and the immune system all the time, but there are probably some newer people who don't understand what that means. Yeah, great. So essentially when we're constantly outputting this stress hormone, called cortisol from those adrenal glands. Granted, we need cortisol. We want a nice, healthy rise in the morning, fall at night so we can get to sleep. But when we have a really high output for a long period of time, we're talking about months, years, if you're in a higher education program like law school, med school, something of that nature, or maybe you're running a business, you're a mom, you you know, we all have so many things on our plate. We're constantly producing this stress hormone and we're not giving ourselves the margin in order to process it and and calm down our nervous system. And so this constant cortisol production, stress hormone production actually can damage, there's research that shows that it kills these cells in our immune gland called the thymus gland. It kills thymocytes. So that can really result in this lowered immune state where our body might be overreacting to certain things. We think about loss of chemical tolerance. You react to fragrances and perfumes and every everything in your environment just sets you off. You react to tons of foods. This is an immune dysfunction happening. And a lot of women end up at this place. When women are under a lot of stress, producing a lot of cortisol, we know it kills the thymus cells, puts women at this place where they can become potentially more reactive to their environment. And that's also no coincidence when we tend to see the rates of autoimmunity rise in women around the age of 30 and beyond. We'll see these autoimmune thyroid, autoimmune gut issues, IBD. We see all sorts of autoimmune pathologies and it affects women tends to be more than men. Women are more sensitive to cortisol and the damages that can happen there. And so I realized that and it's really this untold story about that thymus gland that I wish was told more often how important it is 
to work on that stress picture, that cortisol picture, so we can protect our immunity. Yeah. Yes, thank you for explaining that. And hopefully everybody's understanding what you're saying. So what are peptides? Can you help everybody understand that? Yeah, so essentially we have peptide, our body makes peptides. When we eat a piece of protein, that protein, say a piece of chicken, will break down in our digestive process into these chains of amino acids that are called peptides. The biochemical definition is less than 50 amino acids in length. And amino acids are really just that basic building block of peptides or of proteins. And so a peptide less than 50 segments long, these really signal the body, just like hormones do. We have certain peptide signals that are constantly happening. And just like hormones will de decrease as we age, so do many of these peptide signaling molecules. For example, that thymus gland, we, we slow down in our production in, in thymus peptides as we age. We know we're at optimal function when we're young. We have great energy. When we get a, a wound, we heal really fast. When we get sick, we get really sick and we get better fast. As we age, our thymus starts to underperform. We produce less of these thymus peptides, just like we do in other systems. And then we end up at a place as we age that we're not signaling as much similar to how hormones will drop off. Great. And so how did they really become a targeted therapy that was standalone? Because that's really happened in the past decade. Where before that, it really wasn't a thing. <laughs> and so what was kind of the evolution of this type of therapy? Yes. So a lot of these, many of these peptide therapies that we use now were actually researched in Russia in the 1980s and they were used on athletes for improving performance and recovery and you know blood flow all of these different uses and so that's really where they were discovered the russians were ahead of their time in that sense and what happened is yeah recently it's been very recently within medicine in the united states where we've started to train physicians in these i was trained by a4m the academy of anti-aging medicine and peptide therapy there are more practitioners who are using these. And the reason that I started using them is I saw so much better outcomes for myself, not only for myself, but many of the women that I work with. And so, yeah, they started in the 1980s. There is a lot of research dating back to the 1980s. There's more recent research as well on many of these therapies and what they do and how they support tissues. I view it as an adjunct to hormones right? Our hormones decrease in so many of these peptide signals like our thymus, like our collagen repair, like many of these other, our, our muscle mass, we tend to go sarcopenic, we tend to lose bone mass. We can actually give peptides that signal healthy bone mass and muscle mass for women as they age in a very healthy way because our body produces these peptides already. So we're just restoring natural function. It's really a natural option. So let's dive a little bit more into that restoring healthy bone mass and muscle mass. What does that look like in terms of a treatment protocol and how does it work? Yeah, so there's different, that's great overview question. There's different forms for many of these peptides. So some of them are injectable and it's a very small amount, usually the amount of your pinky nail. So a small injection into the abdomen. Some of them are topical. If we're addressing more aesthetic concerns or we're looking at reducing pain or modulating something on the skin, healing scars. I love using peptides for healing scars. 
for women who have gotten out of surgery. So there's the topical, the injectable. There's also intranasal peptides. So ones that you can breathe in, similar to how you would breathe in an anti-allergy medicine. And so those are usually specific for the brain. There are some that are really support cognitive focus that reduce brain fog for my woman with mycotoxin illness. We really need to target the brain, protect the brain from mycotoxin damage. And so some of them can be done in that format. And then the other really great form is they also come in a patch, many of them. And this is an iontophoresis patch where this is a new development. And if we just slapped on a peptide or something like NAD onto the skin, nothing would happen. It does not absorb. And so the patch can really promote absorption of something that normally would not absorb. So those are the different ways to administer it. And it just depends on a couple factors, the comfortability of the patient. Some people are deathly afraid of needles, right? Right. <laughs> pre-med school and now so comfortable, <laughs> but some people are afraid of needles, so we'll use some of the other options. There are also capsule forms of some of these. Many of them aren't available in a capsule, a few of them are, and so I'll use the capsules if they don't want to inject. Things like BPC-157 is probably the most commonly heard of peptide, and that stands for body protection compound. And this is something our gut lining, our body makes already. It makes this peptide. And essentially it's just a chain of amino acids. And what it does is it really helps to protect the mucosal lining, right? So when we have acid reflux, when we have leaky gut, we're really, we have damage in that mucosal lining. We have, we're perforating holes. And so BPC-157 is now being used amazingly by a lot of conventional gastroenterologists. I use it and a lot of my women, we want to restore that gut lining to really protect that immune <laughs> reactivity that can start in the gut, right? We know autoimmunity can start in that, that gut lining. And so peptides that really protect the tissue, they tend to decrease something like BPC. We find it in low levels in somebody with IBD or a lot of inflammation in the gut. And so we can reintroduce that signal for the body to make that peptide again and promote natural function, healthy function of that tissue. And I know everybody with leaky gut, because there are many people listening, mm -hmm. is thinking, well, can I go get this at the store? Do I need a prescription? How does that work? Yeah, the capsules for the most part are available as a supplement. BPC is available as a supplement. I have it on my website. There's Dr. Holtorf is really a pivotal guy. And Dr. James Lavelle, also in the peptide space. And Dr. Holtorf has a product line where he has the BPC capsules, very high quality. I utilize those in my practice. It's a therapeutic grade. And they're not inexpensive. They can be usually a bottle's 150 to 180 for a bottle, which will last about two months of BPC. So you can get those as a supplement. If you get an injection, you really do want to get a prescription for that through a practitioner who can walk you through indications, contraindications, how to do that injection. The beautiful thing is most of the time, once patients learn how to do that, they can do that injection from home. It's very, it's way easier than a B12 shot or a testosterone shot. It's very simple. With an insulin syringe, you inject a very small amount. And so I will teach people how to do that. And they can do that easily. It takes about a minute from home to do that. But yeah, the injections have to be done that way. The patches, same thing, prescription, 
what else? The intranasals are, are also a prescription, but the capsules are really available to most people. Okay, great. And then I know some people also with leaky gut are thinking, well, for my leaky gut, I had to do the 5R protocol. I had to take all these cytal agents to get rid of my abnormal bacteria, fungi, heal the gut lining. Does Can I take BPC-157 and this obviates the need for anything else? This is just going to fix my leaky gut or is this an adjunctive therapy or how does that work? Yeah, it's very adjunctive. So you know, I'm sure you practice very similarly where we we make lifestyle recommendations, dietary recommendations, supplements, and then adding in peptides. Many people have come to me. I see many chronic illness patients who have really tried everything. They've worked with a nutritionist and they've done a lot of work with other doctors. And the one thing that they really haven't brought on board or tried is something like a peptide therapy. So while they may come to see me for that. We're looking at everything else, right? We're looking at a lot of their other symptoms and hormones. You know, what are their systemic symptoms, brain fog, everything that's happening. So yeah, it's it's always done in conjunction. Peptides are not a end-all be-all to, you can't give one thing and expect 10 years of damage to the body to be undone, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. And so we, you mentioned before we started recording that um, peptides can be very helpful with sleep, which is something that my ladies really struggle with. And I take an approach of when you get those seven main metabolic hormones balanced, most people will sleep just fine. But I'd love to hear what improvement that peptides might offer. Yeah. So there's a couple of them that I think about with sleep. Especially when thinking about how important that circadian rhythm is for other risk factors. We know that women who have a really off circadian rhythm have higher risks of diabetes, depression, metabolic syndrome across the board. We have issues. So we want to regulate that cortisol. And there are a few peptides. One of them is called DSIP. That's Delta Sleep Inducing Peptide. I just traveled to Dubai a bit ago, a couple of weeks ago, and I brought this with me because it was a complete opposite time zone change. And this peptide is really phenomenal for resetting circadian rhythms or helping normalize your current circadian rhythm. So for moms, for women who need quality sleep and they're not able to, uh, you know, maybe they're up in the middle of the night with their child or they need that deep quality sleep. What Essentially what it does is it gets that restorative sleep. Some people can be asleep for eight hours, but they're really just going in and out of like phase one and phase two and want to get really into that deep sleep, mm-hmm. right? Ram and deep sleep. So this peptide has been researched to improve the deep sleep, which doesn't mean you have to sleep longer. You're just restoring that sleep, the quality really of sleep. And you can test that on an aura ring. You can test that on some sort of sleep tracker where it tells you how many hours of deep sleep in REM. The other peptide, so the DSIP I like using in people who are traveling internationally, people who are really, you know, work schedule's crazy, they need quality sleep. There are some peptides that are called growth hormone secretagogues, and they help the body to produce that hormone that we have. Our body produces naturally when we're 20, 18, 19, 20. It's why our hair grows really thick, right? It's why we can burn fat and build muscle really easily. And it's why our skin looks beautiful. So we can actually stimulate the body's own production of that with a peptide. Very different than a synthetic 
growth hormone injection. I, I never use that, but we can give a, a signal that can help your body produce growth hormone at night. And fasting does this. We know that. Exercise. <laughs> Exercise, we can get that growth hormone up at night too. So a peptide is just kind of a faster way to get there. And you, if you combine all of them, you know, you get an even better effect. So yeah, Actually, so yeah. growth hormone secretagogues, that, that was the only peptide I learned about when I went through my training with A4M. And I remember that that was a really big new thing. Now the, the whole site is, this field is burgeoning. I'll tell you, when I started using the growth hormone secretagogues for myself, wow, did that change my life? And I was young. I mean, I was 30 when I started it. But the burnout and the adrenal issues, it can it, it impacts multiple systems. It does improve deep sleep. I've seen that deep sleep with those growth hormone secretagogues on an order ring go from 30 minutes to about an hour and 30 minutes, which is pretty substantial. So you can get that deep sleep up when you're boosting that growth hormone production, which is really just a repair hormone, right? It's something that helps repair. And th these are used for short periods of time. They're used to op optimize sleep and energy. They're used for building and keeping healthy lean muscle mass. Sometimes we just use something like ipomorelin in somebody who's aging and they're really going sarcopenic. We know that growth hormone is one of those hormones that really helps us with lean muscle mass. And you know, for people who really don't want to do the injection of, of a growth hormone secretagogue, there's this amazing formula that I'm using more often now. It's it's called a medical food called sarcotropin. Have you heard of that one? I have not. Okay. Yeah, it's really it's amazing for women who are postmenopausal as well because it's called sarcotropin IPA. IPA stands for ipomorelin, so it does have that form of ipomorelin in it. And it's a liquid and you drink it before bed, fasted, and it will, it'll do, you know, very similar thing to what an injectable form would do, which is to optimize deep sleep, improve cellular repair, improve muscle repair, improve brain function. It actually works on NAD in the body too, which we know is protective for the brain, not protective for muscle mass. So sarcotropin is really an option for women who are losing muscle mass. They need to maintain healthy lean muscle mass. That's our life force. Right. As we age, we need that muscle mass. So that's another option. But these are a tool amongst other things. Right. We're looking at diet and, and that window where we're not eating that 12 to 16 hour fast and other pieces as well. But this peptide can help with deep sleep. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Hey there, it's Dr. Kieran. I'm just wondering how long you're going to go with those unbalanced hormones. I mean, you told me during the Stop the Menopause Madness Summit that you couldn't take it anymore. So where have you been? Since the summit, Deb M has already balanced her hormones, gotten to her goal weight, and is looking forward to wearing her bathing suit on the beach this summer. And Carrie, who hadn't been able to lose even five pounds in the past 10 years, has now lost an amazing 15 pounds and is feeling and looking great. Not to mention, she's sleeping better and her mood has improved. Air 
Karen, Ashley, Debsey, and so many more are already enjoying the benefits of having balanced hormones. And I'm wondering if you could use some help finding out your personal hormone levels and knowing exactly what to do to balance your hormones so that you can lose weight, regain energy, balance your moods, feel sexy and confident, look great and master midlife or whatever you want to do. Know that all health begins with balanced hormones. Everything you want in life begins here and nothing good ever comes from tolerating hormone imbalances. We're launching the Hormone Balance Mastermind again this July, so don't wait. Space is limited, and it will be months before we run this program again. Go to www.midlifemetabolisminstitute.com to apply for the program or get on the early bird wait list so that as soon as registration opens, you can can be the first to apply and secure your spot. If you've had enough and you want to find out how good life can be once your hormones are balanced, I know I'll see you there. Talk to you soon. And we're back. Most women don't realize that they start losing muscle mass at age of 30 at about 3% per year. And this is what causes the fat gain and the bone density loss. And so this is huge. And I love that I get to interview people who have skill sets and knowledge bases that I haven't yet acquired because it really helps me to bring this to my audience and to also learn. I definitely want to do the training at A4M because these sound like tremendous tools. So thank you so much for sharing them. I know that you also help women with their beauty and your skin is absolutely perfect. And so I'd love to know what applications topically that peptides have. So the one that I think is most notable in the peptide space is this peptide that's called GHKCU. And the GHK just stands for three different amino acids, glycine, histidine, lysine. It's just those three amino acids, and that's connected to a copper molecule. And copper is this really important nutrient that the organic form is really key to keeping hair pigmentation. So graying hair, we think about copper levels. One thing that we think about, right, in addition to oxidative stress. But copper is really important, not only for collagen in the skin, but for the hair color. So this GHKCU peptide has been researched we actually found it when we, were, when we were researching wound healing. So great thing to apply topically. I use it myself at night topically in a combination of three different peptides. We call them the Botox-like peptides. And that's GHKCU, Argelene, and Lufazole. And they're called the Botox-like peptides because GHKCU is that copper peptide that really promotes healthy turnover, the deep layers of skin, it's helping to promote healthy turnover, it's helping with collagen synthesis, copper is needed for collagen synthesis in the skin. And then the other two, the argelina lufazel really work on the acetylcholine. So they actually are a mild blocker of this receptor called the enkephalin receptor that really causes acetylcholine to bind. And right when you, whenever you smile, you have those muscles that are moving and that's acetylcholine doing that. And so it can actually produce a similar effect to what Botox would, just applying it topically. 
and there's research on it can you know reduce wrinkles and improve collagen by up to 70%, pretty dramatic improvements. And just like we talked about before, many of these peptides, GHKCU, for example, we know that when we're 20 years old, our plasma level is about 200 nanograms per milliliter. And when we're 60, it's about 20 nanograms per milliliter. So it's really, it drops off as we age. And that copper molecule is really important for repairing healthy skin. If we get a cut, we get a scrape, we have surgery and we need to heal a scar better, that peptide's phenomenal to apply topically. The other places GHKCU is used is for hair thinning and hair loss in men and women. So using some sort of microtrauma, using a microneedling pen, using the PRP injections, and then applying that GHKCU. We use it with something called zinc thymulin. I use these combinations in, in my practice. And I find that this is a very organic or natural way to go about promoting hair, hair uh, regrowth. It can thicken the, the thickness of the follicle. It can help turn these hair follicles from this dormant state telogen into that growth phase again, which is really, really important when you're having hair loss. Awesome. It's like an alphabet soup of nutrients to reverse aging in your body. I love it. And I definitely am going to take the training. I'd love it if you could share some stories maybe about some patients you've worked with so that everyone can really hear what's possible with peptides. I love your story that it really helped. And I'm going to pull in this quote that you shared with me about from Tony Robbins. The most important decision you will make is that no matter what happens in your life, you're going to live in a beautiful state. So can you just talk a little bit about why you love that quote, what it means to you, how you use it in your life? And then if you want to go into talking about some different patient stories, I think everyone would really appreciate that. Yeah, I love that quote because... You know, you and I both see a lot of women who are going through health issues and we've probably, you know, we go through our own as doctors too. And I think even when our, our bodies are suffering or we're trying to figure out symptoms and, and what's happening and, and what hormones are falling off and, and why we're feeling so crummy and so fatigued, I think what is really pivotal is we always have a choice. And and so I do acknowledge that, you know, our, our mood can be driven by neurotransmitters and lots of physiological things can dictate our mood, but we can always choose to be positive and to instill thoughts into our mind. I'm going to get better. My body's constantly working for me. I'm healing every day. My cells are healing. And I do these sorts of affirmations in the morning and I encourage my patients to as well, because that's the power of belief and uh, keeping your body in that beautiful, lifted emotion state, we know has a role in, in cellular health and healing. So yeah, I love that quote. And just a couple stories about some of these peptide therapies. I think the key thing is that they're really helping the cell to function normally. That's really what we talk about in training is our cells, the reason that we age is our cells are breaking down faster than they're repairing. And so if we can improve the repair process of the cells, peptides are one strategy to do that. We have many other strategies in medicine to do that. Peptide therapies are an option. And so a couple cases, I have younger gentleman in his 30s who had actually three different autoimmune conditions, Crohn's, 
uveitis, and I don't remember the third one, but he was he came to me and he was very ill and he was about to go on biologic drugs. And that was really the only option that was given to him is these strong immunosuppressive drugs. And during a, a time like we're in now, we don't want to be walking around immune compromise in a global pandemic. And so he came to me and said, what are other options? And so we talked about the peptides and I you know, spent an hour just walking through his labs and, and what can we do about this and, and what other options are there outside of medications. And he had already been, you know, working on the nutrition element and he had been doing weight training and he had a lot of other pieces on board, but he hadn't ever brought in the peptide therapies. And so we, we intervened with a couple of therapies, one of them more of an immune system support. The other one is really anti-inflammatory in the gut. So some the BPC-157, Mm -hmm. which is anti-inflammatory in the gut. And there's another capsule called KPV, which is just a three amino acid tripeptide sequence that I use in mast cell activation because it's really good at calming down inflammation in the gut and in the skin. And so KPV, we use. I like to use a combination of those. And then we use a, a peptide called TA1 or thymosin alpha-1. And this was a case from a while ago. And he, within about three to four weeks, was feeling substantially better. Energy levels improved. A lot of people on thymosin alpha, they find or an immune supportive therapy or restoring normal immune function. Your energy improves. So it takes a lot of energy away when you're constantly producing a lot of pro-inflammatory cytokines and you're not working on more on the, the protective end. So TA1 can really balance that TH1, TH2, the seesaw that's happening in the immune system. And so he had remarkable changes within, say, a period of six weeks in terms of energy, in terms of the inflammation in his gut. He was having less flares and still to this day is doing really well. And we've added in kind of different phases of protocols for peptides. So we use some of the deep sleep and we use some of the things to help him build and maintain muscle mass. And now he's deadlifting and he's doing all sorts of training that he couldn't do before because he was just so debilitated with fatigue. And so the power of helping the cell to function normally, that's really what I, I feel like these are doing for many people. That's wonderful. That sounds such a beautiful story. Um, many people are probably not familiar with the problems with biologics for autoimmune disease. So can you just highlight that for them so they really get how profound what you just described is? Yeah. So biologic drugs essentially suppress your immune system, T cells, B cells. I mean, essentially, if you get an illness, you see a viral pathogen, a fungal pathogen, you're in an immune compromised state. So things that normally wouldn't take out the average person could take you out. They could be very dangerous. So yeah, being on any sort of super immunosuppressive drug, tons of side effects. And yeah, it's not a, a phenomenal option unless you have to resort to something like that. So Dr. Amber, for an average woman at midlife, age 40 to 60, who has your typical kind of garden variety problems, she's tired, she's a little overweight, maybe her skin's a little sagging and wrinkling, her thoughts are maybe not as clear, maybe she's a little irritable. What would be your top three 
peptide prescriptions that she should look into? Well, I like to start with sleep because I think that that can impact lots of aspects of energy and fat loss. We know that sleep deprivation or poor quality sleep can contribute to lots of health issues. So optimizing that deep sleep, looking at some sort of growth hormone secretagogue because we know that growth hormone substantially drops off. And this is on a case-by-case basis. So we're always talking about pros and cons and whether it's a good option. But something, it may not be that, maybe the DSIP, something for sleep, optimizing sleep with the peptide therapies. The second thing, usually for most women, fat loss is a big concern going into menopause, right? Your metabolic rate slows down. So the approach that I take to women's health is really focused around mitochondria. So that's where all of our hormones are made, it's where our cortisol is made. And so I like to add in things that can help restore function of mitochondria. because that usually improves fatigue if we do it appropriately. And so there's some really phenomenal mitochondrial peptides. One of them is called 5-amino-1-MQ. And that's just a biochemical name for a molecule that will improve the recycling of NAD in the body. And it's a capsule. You take it in the morning fasted, and I've used it myself. It, It does improve energy levels, cognitive function. I used that capsule when I was doing the 12-hour trainings on peptides, and I really felt like I was sharp all day long for that. So it improves NAD recycling. And now you can add in NAD and improve that recycling, and then you get kind of up the ante in terms of the effective level. But that one is really good because it's working on mitochondria. We know it's going to turn up that dial on burning fatty acids in the fat tissue for energy. Really pivotal for fat loss. We need to have our mitochondria firing and wiring all day long for for fat loss. Yes, we do. Yeah. So that's a lot. That's the second one. And then the third one is the GHKCU. I think most women will notice some changes in hair thinning and hair loss if they want to apply it topically to the scalp or if they want to apply it to the skin, if they have any scars they want to heal, any cuts that tend to heal slower as we age, right? Our thymus is not working as effectively at healing that tissue. So the GHKCU, that copper peptide, can be really great at reducing the depth of wrinkles, improving the the deep layer of skin, improving collagen synthesis. Usually skin looks brighter for women who are using something like that topically. And you can also inject that. And it has some antioxidant DNA repair mechanisms. It has a lot of systemic benefits, cardiovascular benefits as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. You know, I love this other quote that you shared with me before we started from Demartini that says, don't major in the minors. Because as you're talking about peptides and really the power that they have in the body to restore normal function, I'm thinking that this quote describes it perfectly because If you major in the minors, you're just having normal aging like everybody else, and then you can look forward to dull, sagging, wrinkling skin, a deteriorating muscle mass, bones, excess fat, like graying hair, all the things that we don't want. And if you decide not to major in the minors, it sounds like peptides might be a great vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I love that quote too. And I think about it broad in terms of life, you know, health relationships, wealth, those are really what is so, I think, major. And it's different for everybody, but I think those are the three big pillars most people agree upon. So yeah, focusing on the big pillars of health. What are those pillars? 
immune function, gut function, our mitochondria, <laughs> thinking about our brain tissue, hormones. You and I do so much work with hormones. So what are these pillars? And it's interesting because the, the longer I practice, the more my whole perception of the body, everything is so interconnected, right? When we think about the interaction between the thyroid hormone and the mitochondria and the muscle tissue and the blood vessels who into the heart and everything is just so intertwined that often when we improve one system, we can improve other things, but there are these fundamental pillars that we need to address. And one of those is that cellular repair, I believe. Yes, so true. Thank you so much, Dr. Amber, for sharing this with us today. You have the Peptide Playbook, which everyone can get for free at peptideplaybook.com. Do you want to tell them a little bit about that? Yeah, so many of the peptides that we talked about and, and more of an overview, if you want to see it in writing, and a lot of times it helps to see that pictorial or writing about many of the things that we covered today and more in depth you can go download that and that'll be a great primer on all things peptide therapy and how to get connected more and learn more. Thank you so much for that, Dr. Amber. We will have the link in the show notes in case you're driving and you can't write it down. Don't try to write it down while you're driving. We'll have it for you in the show notes when you get stationary. So Dr. Amber, thank you so much for sharing these powerful peptide molecules, kind of an overview of the options and what they do. I know for a lot of people listening, it can get technical and sound like an alphabet soup, and this is probably why you need a practitioner like someone like Dr. Amber, who is trained in this to help you navigate it. So definitely check out her website, check out her peptide playbook and see what she might have that could help you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Amber. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and send it to someone who would benefit from it. If you love the show and really want to support it, please go to iTunes, write a review and subscribe. This helps other women find us so that they too can heal and enjoy brilliant health. I've got a gift for you. If you take a screenshot of your review, post it on your social media and tag me. I'll send you a special surprise right to your inbox. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, healing and getting optimally healthy isn't magic, it's science.